The scripture for this morning, the second Sunday of Easter, comes to us from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Now on the same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him, and he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and the leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he banished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? while he was opening the scriptures to us. The same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. Imagine someone came up to you as you were going out for your daily walk, as we are all doing right now, trying to get our exercise during this time of quarantine. And they came up to you and they asked, hey, what are you up to lately? You would probably turn to them and said, say something like, you know what, I've been in quarantine like everybody else. Where have you been? Haven't you been paying attention to the news and what's going on? You know, there's a pandemic going on. And if they then told us, what, what is this pandemic and this shelter in place you speak of, then, then we would really know something was off. We would wonder, 
if this person has been living under a rock. I mean, everybody knows what is going on, don't they? That must have been the experience of the men on the road to Emmaus. As Jesus approached them and joined them on the road and said, Hey, what's been happening? And they said to him, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The things that happened with Jesus of Nazareth? That he was a prophet, mighty in word and deed with the people, and that our leaders turned him over to be crucified? And that now it's been three days since his death? Jesus was probably the only stranger that hadn't heard the news. Imagine if you were going out and you were wearing your mask and you found somebody that wasn't wearing a mask and you said to them, why aren't you wearing a mask? And they said, why would I wear a mask? You would really think that something was off. I mean, that was the experience of these men on the road to Emmaus. They could not believe that Jesus had not heard. Everybody in Jerusalem knew. It had been the talk of the town. Jesus had been in everybody's mind and thought. If there had been 24-hour news channels back then, Jesus would have been in every single show. They would have been doing stories of all the people he healed, of all the miracles, of the Sermon on the Mount, of all the different things that Jesus did throughout his life. There would be video clips of his crucifixion, and there would probably be news reports about his empty tomb that morning. That is why this stranger not knowing that Jesus was risen and that he had been crucified and all of the events that had happened was so strange and bizarre. They said, how can you not know? And he said, tell me, tell me the story. And I always think that this part of the story is really interesting because Jesus doesn't tell them the story even though he knows what happened, even though he was a part of it, even though the story was about him. He lets them tell him what happened. It's like when you go to somebody who doesn't know who you are and you ask them, hey, what are people saying about me? And then you just let them talk and say what they will. Jesus said, tell me the story. Tell me what has happened. And they said, well, Jesus of Nazareth was crucified three days ago. And this morning, some women went to the tomb and they found it empty. And then disciples went and checked and they also could not find his body. And they told that they, the story that they had seen, some angels, a vision that told them that he was alive. And then with a sad look on their face, they said, and we had hoped that he would be the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped that he was the one, the Messiah. Can you imagine what Jesus must have been thinking as he heard his own story? When he heard them say all of these things, something inside him must have been stirring. But he knew that they were missing so much of the story. He knew that they didn't understand half of the things that had taken place and their significance. The scripture says that he stopped them there and he said, Oh, you're so foolish and so slow to believe. And then he began to teach them, as any good teacher would, teach them to fill those gaps of the things that they had been missing. By the way, I wouldn't recommend starting to teach somebody like that, calling them foolish and slow to believe might not be the best approach. 
But that is what Jesus did. And then he began to explain to them that everything that had taken place during the last three days and even before that throughout his ministry had to take place because this was all part of God's plan. That God had laid it out through scripture and Jesus began to tell them that, that the prophets and Moses and all the writings of the Old Testament had basically predicted these events. That is one Bible study I wish it had the opportunity to sit in. Can you imagine having Jesus explain to you the scriptures and how they applied to him? It must have blown their minds. Jesus made it so clear. He connected the dots to, for them in a way that, that they couldn't have done themselves. You know, if you really want to know the scriptures, if you really want to understand them, who better to explain it to you than the word made flesh that dwelt among us? When you're talking and carrying on and hearing a good story, time flies by. And you can only imagine that before they knew it, they were at the village that they were going to. And it was time to stop for the day. Jesus pretended like he was going on to the next village. He kept walking on as he was going down the road. But the two men on the road decided, no, we can't let him go. We want him to stay. They invited him to stay. They said, look, the day is far gone. It's almost over. It's evening. Come and stay with us. Let's break bread together. Let's share some more. If they had been honest, they would have admitted We've experienced what you have to offer and we want more. You see, that is what we experience when we know Jesus. We don't want less Jesus. We want more Jesus. We want more relationship with him. We want to walk with him even further. I am sure that they could have walked for miles as Jesus talked and not even thought about it because of what he was sharing and what was happening inside of them. They invited him in, and he accepted. They went in and sat at the table, and it came time to eat. And he took the bread, and he blessed it, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to them. And in that moment, the scripture tells us that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him for who he was, the risen Lord. At that moment, everything became clear. Their hearts have been burning on the road as he explained the scriptures. And they were able to understand that this truly was Jesus. This truly was the risen Lord. Something inside of them had been opened up. The revelation of Jesus did not just begin there at the table. It began back there on the road as they had been hearing the word of God explained to them. If you want to walk and talk with Jesus. If you want to have that same experience that these men had on the road to Emmaus, if you want to understand the bigger picture of what God is doing and has done through His Son, Jesus Christ, then you need to invite Jesus to be your traveling companion, to go where you go and stop where you stop. You need to invite Him to join you on your daily walks as you leave your home. You need to invite you to come into your home as you walk back in to deal with family and responsibilities. 
you have to say, Jesus, I don't always understand. Help me understand. I don't always trust you like I should. Help me to trust and put my faith in you. I don't always know how to love as you love. Help me to love as you did. We've gotten very good at knowing the symptoms and the signs of the coronavirus. We've watched countless news reports, read I don't know how many articles, seen things online that describe this coronavirus, and we all have heard of the symptoms. So my question to you is, would you know it if you had it? Well, we would immediately check for a fever, shortness of breath, maybe combined with fatigue and tiredness and some other symptoms that sometimes show up with this coronavirus. But would you really know that you had it? Well, the reality is that you might suspect it, but you wouldn't know until you were tested. You would have to run a test to confirm for sure that you had the disease. I want to ask you a question. Do we know the signs, the symptoms of walking with Jesus? Have we tested ourselves to see if we're walking with a master? Because according to the men on the road to Emmaus, this is something that is very hard to miss. If you're walking with Jesus, you are experiencing your heart burning inside of you. You are experiencing the scriptures being opened up to your understanding. You are experiencing things that show that the Holy Spirit is working inside of you in that very moment. It's an experience like no other. I pray that you aren't going through this time of crisis alone. I pray that you are inviting Jesus to walk with you. If you aren't taking the time to praise Him and read the Word and to pray, this is your opportunity. This is your chance to take the time to invite Jesus to walk with you as you do these things and as you draw nearer to Him. You know, Jesus is the only person you don't have to social distance from. Draw Him near to yourself. Let your heart become strangely warmed as he explains to you the word. I'm talking about that heartwarming experience that's not heartburn, but that you recognize as the presence of the Holy Spirit and the risen Lord. Well, that same hour, the scripture tells us that these men got up and they ran back to Jerusalem. They found the 11 gathered there together and they told them what had happened on the road. They said to them, Lord, the Lord is risen indeed. He is actually alive. They said, we believe it. That what they were saying is we don't believe it because the disciples told us. We don't believe it because the women told us. We believe it because we have experienced Jesus, the risen Lord, walking and talking with us, breaking bread with us and revealing himself to us. There's an old hymn that says, I serve a risen savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy 
I hear his voice of cheer, and just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along lies narrow way. Now, if you know that song, you have to admit it, you sang it with me. You sang it in your heart and in your mind as you thought about the words. We are certainly walking through narrow ways lately, aren't we? But it is good to know that our Savior still lives, still walks with us, and still talks to us daily. Before we might have been too busy and too tied up with work and other responsibilities, maybe to hear His voice. Just like sometimes it's hard to hear through the blower noise in the background. But now in this time of quarantine, I want to invite you to not let this be a downer, but to let this be your Emmaus experience. To let this be a time in which you walk closer with Jesus and you hang on His every word. Turn this experience into your own personal retreat. When you leave the house for your daily walk, invite Jesus to walk with you, to speak to you along the way, to reveal Himself through His Holy Spirit. This hymn continues saying, that day of His appearing will come at last. You know, we're not going to remain in quarantine forever, no matter what anybody says. Eventually, this quarantine will end, and the day of our appearing will come at last. Let this be a day in which we don't appear by ourselves, but in which we appear with Jesus, who has been walking with us throughout these 40 days of quarantine. On May the 1st, it'll actually be 40 days. Who would have thought that a quarantine would turn into a Lent experience of walking with the risen Lord. That is what we have experienced. Let this be a time of letting Jesus appear with us when we go back to our regular lives. Let things be everything but normal. Let them be different than they were before. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. Go tell the story when you appear from your houses again.